Spoiler alert, the following podcast includes discussions on film that may potentially, intentionally or inadvertently, reveal plot twists, character traits, story details, up to and including endings, that might otherwise be considered spoilers. Proceed at your own risk. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. like some bad movie. Oh, yeah. Would you like to go to the pub? Just curious. You're muted. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Movie Sucktastic. Let's go down to the pub. Let's do it. Let's go down to the pub and have a point. Why the fuck not? And that's the whole point of the film that we're going to review today. I'm Scott. That's Joey. This Hello. is Movie Sucktastic. And we're reviewing the Oscar nominee, The Banshees of Aina Sharon. Let me tell you something. Two things happened to me when I watched this movie. Did you cry? No. I cried. I didn't Dude, cry. I cried at like four of the films. We three, three, At least three of the films for this year, I fucking cried at least once during them. There's some shit down this year. Yeah. Um, Sorry, go ahead. No. I was just admitting my frailty after you. <laughs> one, the, the one thing I want to do the most after, or while watching this film, I just kept thinking, I want to watch Father Ted from beginning to end. <laughs> <laughs> Answer the, back, Ted. <laughs> and, and, you know, the thing is, it's not that the shows are similar. I mean, they, they both take place in Ireland. But, the accent. Well, it's the accent, but it's... Craggy Island is Father Ted. They're on an island off the coast of Ireland. This mm-hmm. film takes place on an island off the coast of Ireland. It just and you know it, it just makes same, me want to watch Father Ted. I'll, I'll make another connection for you. It has that same feel that I get from the the other. I, I was reading. I started reading one of the plays by the author, okay. um, the the cripple of Inishman, which is uh, uh, this is it's a this is a spiritual sequel or part of the trilogy or whatever of the. Inishman films, the books, but they changed the Ina Sharon for I don't know why for the movie. Uh, that was a weird tangent. But they said it's a spiritual right. sequel to In Bruges. That too, but I'm saying for, it, there's both. He's a writer of both, so it's both. Right. Fine. Yeah. Fine me. Um, but um, what was I getting at? You were. I was saying that it makes me think of Father Ted. And, oh yeah. yeah, because you get the same thing where you have these these um, simple people trying to discuss grand ideas and also most of them are horrible people yeah for sure yeah but it, it's like the, it's like the raising arizona thing when you when you hear people like and I, when i say simple folk i just mean people who aren't interested in this shit you know yeah you you're, you're raised on a farm or you you know you didn't go to college and you don't give a shit about existentialism you're not a fucking geek uh you, you're just somebody who just just wants to go down and have a pint and i mean and the shit. film takes place in 1923 as well so during the Irish Civil War Irish conflagrations, yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's a simple time as well. I mean, it really, it, it's it really can't get much simpler. I'm just trying to just express that when I say simple, I'm not trying to. I know what uh, you mean. I know what you mean. Just, just that, like that, that, they, that, just that like they're not they, slow or or stupid. Just like just like there's they say the um the the the, the Pat, Pat Patrick uh the, the the fucking Gaelic names. I think that's right. Fucking just irritate me. <laughs> so can we just say Patrick? I mean, I get it, no. but you're killing me. Yeah. But yeah, I know. No, no, Scott. No. Fuck, shut up. <laughs> shut up, white man. 
Um, but 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 like uh, like when 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 they're telling him at the bar, like he's like, well, no, you you are kind of simple, but not in that way. I mean, you know, you're not a bad way. You're not, you know, just, you're not dull or dim. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're just you, you just you know. I, I mean that the same way about them as they obviously these people in the film. It's just really just, just like mostly just horrible people. It's it's like it's always sunny in Philadelphia, but a hundred years earlier and not funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not that the film's not funny. There's obviously a dark humor running throughout the entire film, and that's one of the charms of it. Right? Yeah, they call it. A, they call this film a tragic comedy. It, that's what really it's labeled. Is. Yeah. And then the yeah, other I mean, thing that it that I want to do when I sorry. watch this is I want to go to Ireland. Fuck that. No, I want to go to. I want to go exactly. I want to go to an island off the coast of Ireland, where there's nothing there. You go to the pub. And that's it. I've seen too many films, though. I'm going to be that guy in the weird sweater that gets swept up in the fucking cult witchcraft bullshit. <laughs> it's, that's all good. It's going to be. It's 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 like um, I, I you know uh, um, American Werewolf from London. Uh, it just any of these films. Just just a uh, just an American going to Ireland. Say hey, let me go out of the pub. That's the last thing you've ever fucking said. I, I just don't trust it. You don't trust I, it. I just feel. I don't know. I don't know if it's 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 based it's based on my perceptions of Ireland from films I've watched. So you can blame Irish writer directors. Oh, okay. <laughs> for what you want. Uh, I mean, no, I mean, no. Countryside looks beautiful. I'm sure they're not cutting off fingers at every district. I'm sure you can. You know, most people I think would move out of that town if they had a chance. By choice. So that, that was by yeah, choice. Yeah, yeah. If you have a choice, you're not going to end up on Craggy Island unless you did something bad with the church. You know. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so I, I joke when I say, like, the film's, you know, the, the f- film's main desire is to convince you not to visit Ireland. I, you know, I'm kidding. But, yeah, it is very depressing. I mean, do you want to walk through the basic plot? Or, I mean, you mentioned Down to the Pub, which is very much the catalyst for this whole film, is the fact that he wants to go down to the pub with his friend, and his friend... Well, that's how the film, it. that's how it starts. Uh, he walks yeah. to his friend's house, which is very close to his. They're lifelong friends. They, they Apparently, they grew up together, or they most of their life... They have been friends, like most and, of the people on the, this the, this place. I mean, they've been their entire well, lives. Isn't yeah, it? I mean, it's again 1923. It's a simpler time. You, you keep friends for your whole life. So he yeah. goes, and his friend's name, which is Brendan Gleeson, his his name is Calm. Calm. Like it sounds like Colin or Call, like Calm. you know for short, well, but it's Calm. It's Colin, but they're but they're being but they're being Gaelic about it. Yeah, there's his name is Colm. So he goes and he just knocks on his window. Call him. Call him. Hey, going to the pub. Meet me at the pub. Call him. Call him. And he's just sitting in his house doing nothing except smoking, which they've mentioned. They mentioned like two, three times. It's like, you went to go see him? Yeah. What was he doing? He was doing nothing. Smoking. <laughs> like it's mentioned a few times. And then what was the word that they used? Rouse? You two rousing, like meaning they're fighting. I guess it's oh, yeah. a Gaelic like, or it's an Irish. Yeah, like a row. Yeah, like a row to rouse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I just assumed when I when I heard it, I just assumed it was a version of. I mean, I I, I grew up watching British British TV show and stuff, and so I, I you know I I grew up like trying to learn accents and stuff by by. Uh, through entertainment right so when it comes to films like this i make assumptions like that just based on the diet you know I, I just use context and i really don't dwell on it uh for that purpose but yeah when, when i heard like when i heard rouse i'm just like okay it sounds like row, rowdy or route you know so, right sure well that's what i obviously i i didn't have a, a problem figuring it out but it wasn't a it wasn't a word that i have heard used that way oh no me neither yeah so like when I said, they said it yes. i was like you two having a rouse and i'm like oh that obviously means they're fighting. But I thought it was interesting. So he confronts him and he just tells him, I don't like you anymore. And then it it builds on that. Like it's not because he can't well, figure it out. Colin Farrell or right. Patrick, and, and, and he, he can't figure it out. He's like, what the hell? We're friends. Like, you don't do this. Mm-hmm. And so, so what happens? You just have a normal life, and what happens is this existentialist dilemma is inserted into it, and it is helped along by the fact that calm is a very shitty at, at describing uh, anything, or you right. know, he's just he goes about it the wrong way. And, and I mean, it, and 
in a good way because you know you watch the film and I enjoyed it a lot. It's frustrating to watch. It's like what the oh, fuck? Yeah, like, like what the fuck is wrong with you? Every person. He's your only friend them. on this whole goddamn island. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, the the reason Carrie Condon is up for an Oscar uh, for this film is because she is every person in the audience. Why the fuck are you here? Get the fuck out of there. (laughs) This place is crazy. You're all crazy. I'm fucking leaving. That's every person in the film, in in, in watching this film. Like, if I was there, yeah, I wouldn't be there anymore. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, because, you know, (laughs) because she confronts him at one point and she's like, what the hell? And he's like, well, he's boring. He goes, you're all boring. You're all, because you could tell, because she's a woman on this island. She's a young woman on this island, and mm-hmm. she obviously isn't seeing anyone or has she's, found she's love. A young, she's a young, smart woman on this island. Let's underline the important yeah. part there. So, and she hasn't yeah. found love, and, and obviously it's for a reason, because they all suck. <laughs> They're all yeah. boring. So everybody's in this normal routine, and the routine is broken by calm Brendan Gleeson, uh, who who just decides one day that that he's not happy with where his life is? He gets an existential dilemma where what the, what's the meaning and purpose to my life? And he suddenly decides that his life isn't worth anything unless he achieves something that will live beyond him in art and music. And so suddenly he has this existential dilemma, and he forces it upon Colin, who's his lifelong friend by uh, in the most severe way so the film isn't really about brendan it's about colin because as you said the film starts with this normal day this is the routine the routine is broken why no reason no nope. reasons given right and 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 so this thrusts colin into his existential dilemma of why would you do this why could why would this happen and just just the fact that you mean, there's no you mean reason Padraic. behind it you mean Padraic. 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 patrick sorry yeah. i'm saying colin fair yeah colin uh, so the reason pa- Patrick's existential dilemma stems from this is because now he's told that he's not allowed to to have this life, and that's life is the only thing he's ever cared about, just existing. And now he's told you can't exist the way you used to, and this thrusts him into this. And then just the lack of communication uh, between these two, uh, between everybody really, except uh, Siobhan, um is what really drives this because you're dealing with these deep ideas but no one can really express them or understand them themselves and they can't even figure it out because they won't talk to each other at least not in a real sense right no exactly and what ends up no 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 no, that's perfect what ends up happening is calm he after he's confronted by Patrick with this he tells him he goes don't talk to me anymore. Leave me alone. And he basically says to him, and this is at the pub, so it's in front of everyone. Yeah. And he's and he says, if you do, I'm going to get my shears. He has a pair of sheep shears. And I'm going to cut my finger off, my left hand, my fiddling hand, and I'm going to give it to you. And I'm going to do it every single time you talk to me until I have no fingers left. And Padraig's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then, you know, he leaves. So Padraig, I mean, they're lifelong friends. He kind of leaves them alone for a little bit. Like it's, I think maybe a day. <laughs> but mm. he does leave him. But then... He gets drunk. He gets drunk. And he talks to him. He's talking to the, the cop who is uh, Barry Keegan's, uh, the kid, Dominic, um, who is considered the creepy kid on the island. Uh, That's his dad. And there's our dick shot for the the, the Oscars, by the way. (laughs) Yay. Um, Continuing. Continuing. Um, He's the young kid on the island, and he goes back and forth with him. But his father is sitting with Colm. And, of course... Podrick is like he's getting drunk on whiskey so he's like what the hell you've traded me for this guy you'd rather be in the company of this guy who's an asshole beats his son up and then Mm -hmm. you know he gets drunk and then next thing you know cuts his finger off the next day and throws it at his door (laughs) right so so again this vast uh lack of communication between the two uh um 
Comb, obviously, uh, while he is a passionate artist, he's not really a thinker, at least in, in like a no. philosophical sense. No, it, but there, he's, there, there's something wrong with him. Well, obviously, but again, again, we're just talking about even just stubbornness, old age. Uh, and again, here's someone who's been in the same routine for a while. He's trying to break out of it. He doesn't understand how to explain it. The closest that Calm ever comes to explaining it is when they, when is when Patrick first uh, confronts him in the bar and he talks about playing the tune and how so this will last beyond us. You know, this will be forever and blah 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 blah. And you know, this is important. Um, and the, what he's trying to express there is what I said earlier. What he can't, because I don't even know if he understands it himself. He's coming to terms with this. He's like, I, my life will not mean anything unless I'm able to pass something on of value. And the only thing I can think of that I can do that is a value is make music. So what he does to call, call Patrick at this point, yeah, the fact that he's Colin, if I say Colin, you think I'm saying calm, and that's fucking a pain in the ass. Patrick, <laughs> Patrick. Uh, so, um, so when he tells Patrick... Uh, I'll cut off my finger every time you talk to me. What he's trying to express to him is, every time you talk to me, you're preventing me from tr- get make from from uh, achieving uh, some kind of meaning to my life. So, to punish you, I will purposely prevent myself from achieving that goal. <laughs> every right. time you do it but the but, problem is he doesn't explain it like that and no. patrick doesn't understand it he doesn't and no one no one doesn't understand it because it's fucking insane to begin with but but what's but here's how you know he's fucking mental because he did finish the song because podrick he comes to his house and basically comes to fucking tell him off you know, he cuts his finger off and he's fucking with his head and they're not friends anymore. So he goes to his house to, to tell him off. He's like, listen, you fucking crazy person. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what I'm thinking that, you know, obviously he was more yeah. eloquent yeah. than that. And then at one point in the conversation, uh, Colm, he's, he hears him. And they're actually having a real conversation, not mm-hmm. what he felt the conversations they were were having which is yeah. why he's thinking he needs to uh, leave him as a friend and he can do whatever he wants. But then Podrick fucks it up because he starts talking about the fiddler guy that he told to get off the island because he, he lied to him and said oh, yeah. his father got hit by a bread van. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's how my mom died. I hope it's not the same one. It's like, yeah, it's 1923. <laughs> it's like... It was the same one. It was the same one. Uh, I mean, it was a lie, but it's like, it's 1923. It's probably the same one. <laughs> but anyway, so he confesses to that. But before he does, he says, how about we go to the pub? I'll get a pint. I'll. It'll be waiting for you. And Calm actually says, okay, that sounds good. Uh-huh. Like, at that point, he probably turned... Was like okay, we can be friends. I finished my song. I cut off my finger, but then he tells he admits to the fiddler bread van story, mm-hmm. and then pa- Podrick he fucks it up. He's like, yeah, he could come too, and he can hang out with us." And you could see he just went right back to like, "Fuck." Yeah, and and so in contra, and this is uh, before that. So I said, like, uh, the, the closest that Calm ever gets to really explain <clears throat> self-understood is that first time where he talks in the bar, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the, for Pat, Patrick, the closest he ever got is that night you talked about where he gets drunk and confronts him at the bar. Yeah. And and, and he and so because what happens, he, he actually confronts Calm and actually uh, poses like arguments that intrigue him it's like oh i I, like i'm actually having a conversation like this guy's actually challenging me like intellectually which i don't even know if he understands that's what he wants well after he got drunk calm is he's like this is the most interesting that you've been that's what i'm saying yeah (laughs) Yeah. and then he even mutters almost under his breath he goes i think i like him again (laughs) right and so if if so because at that point he also thinks patrick i think is beginning to understand Right. So, but the problem is Patrick doesn't understand, or at least it doesn't well, sink in. He's on, drunk and on a sober level. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so if Pat in, in like real in like just on a real narrative straight, if Patrick stayed away for that long time, eventually calm would have come around. But then, then he fucking hears that he said that, and it's like, oh, so I guess that means he likes me now. Doesn't understand the context and goes back. Right. And fucks it up more. So when we get back to the point you brought us to, where he confronts him drunk that night, just before he cuts off all his fucking fingers, um, and then throws uh, them all at his door. 
Right. So that whole thing is a back and forth where, where Patrick is finally saying, confronting him, saying, listen, you t- explain to me. You tell me what the fucking problem is. Explain it to me. And this big confrontation is from, from a problem that Kong can't explain the dilemma any any better than he tried to with the music metaphor. Right. He can't explain to him the crossroads he's at existentially. Patrick uh, is trying to get him to explain something, and then even if Calm did explain it, Patrick doesn't understand that he's going through the same thing. So, like, neither of them are really able to communicate what they're experiencing, and 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 by doing so, they're creating each other's paradox even more. And it's just it just feeds the fire back and forth. Yeah. And, and I'm telling you, you, you you don't choke a donkey and get away with it. That fuck no, man. That, Pony. There was donkey. a donkey. No, it was donkey. Donkey. Uh, Jenny. It was Jenny the donkey. Yeah. Um, I I felt genuinely when that scene. Ha- I felt genuinely. I was like, Fuck. and you knew it was coming too. They yeah. They so much about it. I mean, but also like I mean, Calm has the one dog, and he lives by himself, and he's more he's comforted by his music and stuff. The dog's not you know is is a companion, but not not a real comfort companion. It's more like a mm-hmm. sidekick. But you've got uh, Patrick, whose main problem is he lets the donkey sleep in the house, and he always wants the animals around him. And when Shaban leaves, he just lets all the animals in the house because he doesn't like being alone. He likes company. Right, and and well, and, and that's it, obviously especially why when Calm said he, you know, didn't have uh, or uh, didn't want to be his friend anymore, it really was devastating to him. And then and you find out why as you go down because everybody in this fucking village is a dick. Yeah. Yeah, in one way or another. And, w- and when you said you kept thinking of Craggy, Craggy Island, I'll tell you exactly why you thought of th- Father Tom is <laughs> Father when Ted. Shaban goes to the po- Father Ted is when Shaban goes to the fucking post office grocer. Yeah, oh yeah. I'll see there. Yeah, yeah, that's Craggy Island. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that bullshit. That's that's that 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 weird kind of. And I like I'm only like the first fifteen pages of that guy's play. I've been sidetracked. But you get the same vibe immediately. It's like, wow, everybody in this town is just fucking evil except for the cripple kid. Yeah. Like, I know this going into the gate. I don't know if I want to finish reading this already. Because I, I, I see this film. I know how this shit ends now. Not well. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> and, uh, I don't think this cripple's going to I don't think this cripple's making it through the, the book. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So, Patrick, you know, after Calm cuts all of the rest of his fingers off, which he does threaten the, yeah. the sister. He's like, listen, if he comes... But again, I'm just going to cut them all off, all at the same time, not one at a time. It's going to be all the rest. The other four are going to go, mm-hmm. you know. So he um, he does that, and then he throws them at his door. And Jenny the donkey eats one of them and chokes to death and dies. So now, Podrick, he's lost his only friend, and then the donkey was also a he loved the donkey. It was a friend, uh, 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 you know, a true friend, you know, an unjudgmental un, 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 un friend. Yeah. And now the that's dead. His sister leaves the island to go to the mainland to work in a library. So he's truly alone. So now he's he's pissed. So he goes right. to call him. And, and, be, be, and be, before you go any further, though, I yeah, just yeah. want to underline here. When we say alone... It's not just like I'm alone. It's 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 again. I, I keep focusing on the existential standpoint because this is the pairing we got today. Is that um, it, it, they're not just removing companions or like soulmates. They're removing reasons for him to exist. The animals because he loves them, so he's there to protect them. He feeds right. them. He's like you know a farmer. He's a, his 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 sister. Uh, you know, it's you know she, he exists for her. She's she's his companion. She's his sister. You know the, that connection. His friend going to the pub every day. These are all the things that he exists for. He's a simple person. This is all he needs to lead a happy life. They're taken from him one by one. Yep. The the the, the and really Shaban is the, the 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 pub is the the first thing we lose the routine. Then then he loses calm on several levels. Then he loses Shaban. It, once we, and he finally loses the fucking donkey, that's he, it. He he snaps. He has nothing. Well, he has he has nothing left to exist for. So he's he's now finally in the same situation that Calm was. Calm is dragging him to this. He's or Calm not directly, indirectly, but he's been driven to this point where he now has this existential dread where I there's nothing I exist for, 
and he's all, and at the same time he's coming to realize that like all this simple reason and logic that he lived by was like we're friends we go here we do this we're together there's no re- you know it's just you know there's trivial fights here and there but this is all part of this little p- plan but now he's to the point where uh cruel things are being done for no reason whatsoever and 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 it's just the, the, this kind of senselessness to it. It, it r- takes away the, the tr- you know, the true concept of having any reality or anything, any reason for anything happening. So he just, he, he pretty much embraces what Calm did, which was like, if I can't have anything, if I can't, you know, have something to exist, exist for, I'm going to tear it down. Yeah. And he confronts Calm and he tells him, I'm going to burn your house down. I'm going to mm-hmm. do it at two o'clock. <laughs> On uh, what did he say? It was Sunday yeah, after but, church? But yeah, he. What did he say? I like, forget the phrase. Like God's day, or, or it's something to <laughs> signify that it's on a holy day. It's Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he says at two o'clock. I'm going to burn your house down. Make sure your dog's not inside because I got no qualm with him. <laughs> you know, and he goes and he does it. He burns his house down. But calm is inside, and he sees through the window that he is, and he's fine with it. Because he's like you just said, all everything that you just said, he's well, taken. I wouldn't say he's, I wouldn't say he's fine with it. I would say he's determined at this point. No, he's fine with it, and I know he's fine with it by how he talks to him on the beach at the end of the film. Because he says, "Calm," says to him, he goes, "I guess we're even with the burning down of my house." Oh he yeah. Goes, he goes, "No, we're not." <laughs> he goes, "We're not even." Because- because he's he's removed his 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 reason to exist. He's he's removed he removed his cause, his right. purpose. Because he you know, he his, says to him flat out, he goes, "If you stayed inside, we'd be even." Yeah, exactly. So he's fine because, with him being inside. He was because okay he's with essentially it. he's essentially killed him. Yeah. Uh, um. Now, so, but I was when when you I when you said he was fine with it, I uh, I'm, I'm sure he's fine with it at that point. When they're at the beach talking, he says so. I'm, I'm uh, convicted. What I was saying no to was the idea that he was fine with. When he looks in the window, he sees still there and he's burning, and he walks away. Right. At that point, I wouldn't say fine. I would say determined. Like he looked, he looked in because he was he wanted to know. He had to know if he was actually in there. Oh, but he did. Okay, sure. Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay. That. So we're just talking about two different moments in the film, but we're both right. Okay. Yes. Uh, so. so I got a quiz for you. Oh, or anybody shit. paying attention to this oh, film? God, I'm too tired. But go ahead. <laughs> How many banshees are in the film? <sighs> two. I would Is say. Is that your final answer? Yeah, I would say two. Okay. I, I'm not saying I know. This is just my feeling. I haven't read anything about it. It just came to me actually while we were reviewing well, the movie. Well, hold, hold on. Before you give your answer. Okay. Uh, Colin Farrell, his character, uh, Patrick, tells him flat out, he goes, but there are none. <laughs> and and uh, Colin is like, yeah, I know. But I like the title. I like all the, the she's, the SH's and all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, it could be a trick question. See? And there's a true moment there because what did he just do? Because before he was talking about what well, this thing, this has to have meaning. This will, you know, to survive me. So he was like, well, well, about the titles, like, eh, I just liked how it sounded. It's, so it has no meaning, right? And so like it, it, admitting it, like just like just the the pointlessness of the entire, um, or at least at least the obliviousness to the entire struggle to begin with, right? Uh, but but. Um, all I want to say is, like, again, I thought of this while we were reviewing the, the show. Like, during the podcast, I thought of this. So I'm, I don't have any backing for this, but it just occurred to me. So what, what's your reasoning for the two? Um, I, are, you, are, you, are you Googling that? No. Okay, just checking. No, I'm, I, not. I, I'm okay if you do. I mean, I didn't, but. No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I was actually uh, going on to uh, their, their box office mojo for the film because we're going to talk a a hair about that um i I get the old lady maybe is one but no i don't know all right let let me just i'll run through real quick won't take long so what's a banshee female 
These are they're female creatures. Spirit guy or something. Spirit monster, that kind of thing. Well, what 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 they do is is the the whole thing is that they're the banshees. Um, if, <laughs> if I'm thinking about it here, they lure men to their deaths on the rocks. Right. So that they have the sing song and it's beautiful and say, oh let me go and then they, they they crash their boats. So the whole idea of um, enticing someone to their own death. <coughs> Pardon me. So obviously the first banshee is Siobhan. Okay, I mean, because um, I would think the uh, old lady, just because she. No, pre- she tells them that there's going to be that. That's predicting. That's for that's foreseeing. She doesn't cause any death. Siobhan is is this attractive woman that Barry uh, or Dominic, sorry Dominic, is attracted to, and Dominic uh, and really what, when she shuts him down, like they always have this back and forth where he acts stupid and she calls him an idiot, and it's and it's really so they actually have a real moment where they actually communicate. Uh, speaking of communication, and she really communicates to him that I like you. I don't have anything against you, but there's no fucking way I'm even kissing you. Right. And and he realizes then and there that the the one shining thing that he actually had to look at look for uh, was beyond his reach. And so, or as and, he so said, him, yeah, he said that dream is gone. Exactly. He literally, unlike the other two, are going back and forth and can't really express themselves. This fucking uh, uh, waterhead just like pretty much explains exactly what happens. Yeah, I've lost my dream. I've lost my only thing. So there's his existential crisis happens right there, and that leads right to a a obvious suicide. And so she has lured, and she doesn't even know it happened. Well, she does now with the letter at the end. But so she has lured him to his watery demise. There's your literal banshee. Right. The other two banshees are Patrick and Calm. Both of them lure, inadvertently lure each other with the the uh, pro, with with their friendship and their refusal to acknowledge it. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say the two of them but they're not female but i get what you're saying well that's when you stretch the metaphor but i mean like yeah. just in, just in, in, in a narrative sense for the film like they're the symbolic banshees as well but they're they're two banshees who have actually attracted each other and it's just a do- this doomed spiral because neither you know because neither of them can achieve what they want which is the destruction of the other and it, it, even though they don't want that that's the because of the situation that's their instinct you know the scorpion and the frog nonsense okay I love films that make sense. <laughs> I really enjoyed this film too. Yeah. I, oh, and, and great acting, great you know the cinematography is great. All across uh, the we board. Should, we should we we'll do it quickly because we're running long on both these films because they're so fucking good. But you want to run through the uh, the, the nomination nominees? real quick? Yes. Yeah, I'll leave that in your capable hands because no, one note doesn't like me on my computer for some reason. Uh oh. Uh oh. There it goes doubling again. What the fuck is this? <laughs> Let's see. It's up for how many? One, two, it's t- three, four, it's tied for five, se- six. It's, it's tied for second place um, with Quiet on the Western Front with nine nominees, okay. nominations. So the nine, working backwards, is going to... Yes, yes. Yes. Is and gonna, I'm not going to ask you to define what that means. <laughs> I said working backwards. <laughs> you 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 said it all weird and stuff. I, I I did I did. You were right to question me. I'm still gonna say it though. Uh, film editing. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> the fact that it even got film editing to me is. I I feel it, like if I was a film editor, I'd have a better understanding as to why. Maybe. Yeah, sure. That knowledge is beyond. It's like costume design. I don't fucking know which one's the best. You, I, I don't work in the industry. Right. That's one of those things where I just kind of like I, I I I admit my ignorance on that point. I understand how film editing works, but on a professional level, I can't tell you which one's the best edited. I, I can I can give you an amateurish, I would say. Right. Uh, like anybody on fucking YouTube. It just doesn't seem like it would. And again, don't work in the industry. I agree. I agree. I agree. But it doesn't feel like it would be a very difficult film to edit mm-hmm. to me. You know, you, you think the other nominees for that, like uh, Elvis, music. Music is always harder to, to edit because it's so fast-paced. Everything, well, everywhere, all at once. Insane editing there. 
Well, see, that's what I'm saying. We 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 appreciate quick editing because because we can see how 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 hard it painstaking might be. Right. But so we don't we're not going to recognize uh, editing. We know the extremes, like one continuous take, uh, five thousand cuts in three minutes. Right. But th- when we hit the middle part, where it's just normal stuff, it's kind of invisible to us because we're not we're, you know again we're not professionals. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Tar, another music film, and then of course uh-huh. Top Gun Maverick, which with all the the I, fighter yeah. jet stuff. It's my point. Yeah. So all right, so there's that one. Uh, moving on is. Uh, let's original see. score. Original score, which I I would like this to win that. I think, yeah, with the, the all the, the the fiddling music and you know, j- just the transition music is really good. Um, yeah, maybe that wins. Don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, original screenplay. <laughs> Um, which is up um, it, it's up against everything everywhere all at once the Fableman's right? tar and triangle of sadness honestly I think it gets it it's going to be between that and everywhere everything everywhere I I agree for, for me triangle of sadness is is a, a long shot and again I have not seen tar so I'm not 100 percent on the screen on the, this version on this category but yeah I, I think it's kind of a, at the moment for me I agree it's a, it's a tie between banshees and Iow. Iow. <laughs> Is that what people yeah. is that what people refer to it as, or is that no, what you well, do? If you, if you is that what down, you're doing? Like, <laughs> if it's listed online, people, a lot of sites will abbreviate it to the titles like you normally do, like TMNT for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Sure. So, but for this one, it's E E A A O. So I look at it and I just think, "Ow!" <laughs> that's all. Uh, that's the sound I make when I step on one of my son's Legos. And the fact there's another film that's nominated that's called EO. I, I think I think I'm with, within my rights. Okay. Okay. Uh, actor in a supporting role. It's got two nominations there, which is Brendan Gleeson, which mm-hmm. who is calm, and Barry Keegan, who uh, plays Dominic. Yeah. I, I think Dominic uh, is a is a long shot, but a good one because he's it, it's when you, it's like that young talented actor kind of thing where right. y- y- you, know, it, you know. And what's interesting is you know the production company I guarantee you uh, put Colin Farrell, Brendan Gleeson, and Barry Keegan uh, yeah. up, and Colin Farrell didn't get the votes. Yeah. Well, hey, you know. It's a more subdued role, I think. I'm not saying it's it's. it's and a I'm not saying I'm not saying Barry Keegan as Dominic isn't good. I just honestly think Calafaro was better. Oh, and also I'll play the the age card if you want. I think Brendan Gleeson is getting a bit up there in the years. He yeah, he's definitely. I think he's in I his don't, late sixties. He was born in 1955. I'm not doing math. Fifty-five. Um, That's not too bad. That's like twenty years older than me. Yeah. If he's so, fifty-five, uh, that would make 70, him. Yeah, se- yeah. Yeah. No. I, yeah. He's getting up there. Yeah. He's, so no, it would be. Se- he's 70. not. He's not seventy. Almost seventy. He's sixty-eight. Almost which is, seventy. Which is what, what I, I said. Which is what I said. Right. Nailed it. Anyway. <laughs> So maybe, you know, maybe play the age card again. You know, talented actor. Um, maybe. Has he ever received an Oscar before? I don't think so. I think he's gotten a nomination before, but not an Oscar. He's not. He's never gotten an Oscar. No. No. Uh, nominated for one Oscar, it just says. Oh, so then that this is his first one. I think so, yeah. He, he has a lot of other... But again, um, that's his first Academy Award nomination, but he's been up for BAFTAs, uh, Primetime Emmys, uh, AARP, my point. Thank you. Uh, there's a whole list. He's he's been up for a shit ton of awards. Uh, actually, there's a number at the top. Uh, 104 nominations and 21 wins. Jesus, wow. So yeah, I I think this is up there with the uh, with the um, Judd Hirsch thing. So yeah, this guy's earned his place. So maybe I think for that reason, I'll I'll give you a well. I mean, Kihi Kwan, um, he's the favorite, but other I obviously I haven't seen others, but I would think Brendan Gleeson. He's right up there. I think he's his challenger. Yeah, yeah. Um, actress in a supporting role, Carrie Condon, which is his sister in the film, Siobhan, mm-hmm. uh, for the ba- uh, Banshees of Ina Sharon. Um, I don't think so. 
She was good, no. but it's almost not nomination territory. Territory. I, I mean. agree. Um, Again, great performance. Oh, Maybe. act what? okay. Colin Farrell is nominated for actor in a leading role. Lead role, yes. Which is interesting to me because, again, the production company is the ones that do this. So, yeah. uh, Brendan Gleeson is in the supporting role category. Yeah. And Colin Farrell is in the actor, leading actor. They're on the yeah. screen for the same amount of time. But it, it, but Colin is the main character. We follow him through the film. the The film is mostly, mostly not 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 a hundred percent, but it's mostly shown from his perspective. We do jump around a lot. It is, but he's our focus. He's well, our focus. I mean, he, obviously, they they make the decision of of who gets nominated uh, or who they submit. But they could have easily put Colin Farrell in the supporting and Gleason in the lead, and it would have eh. been the same thing. Listen, it oh, just uh, this might, nearly uh, every I, scene that happens, they're in together. Um, and when they're not, it's just a different uh, supporting character that they're talking to. Just a thought. It, it might actually be, come down to how they're actually building the credits based on their contracts since, you know, they're, they're with the guild. Who knows? So it, it might really come down to he's listed contractually as the lead actor. Okay. I don't know if that's how it's judged, but that might be a consideration. But anyway, uh, no, he's not going to win, even though he's excellent in it, because it's going to Brendan no. Fraser for The Whale. I've said yes. that several... It is a gimme. If there is one... Like, if if, if, there was, if there's quit, gambling odds, if there's gambling odds, I, if, I would put money on it. Like, I w actually would put money on it. It's, it's a guarantee. If if he if he um unless they find a dead body in Brendan Fraser's house he's winning. Yeah, unless Brendan Fraser like like kills uh uh actually I'm just gonna stop there. That was going on a dark path and I want to go that small way. Donkey. I'm gonna stick with. If he kills yeah, a small donkey. Yeah, if he eats a child, whatever you know. <laughs> uh, so then uh, directing, Mark and Ma Martin McDonough for Banshees. Daniel Kwan, Daniel Scheinert for Everything Everywhere All at Once, Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans, Todd Field for Tar, Ruben Oslin for Triangle of Sadness. I think this goes to Daniels for Everything Everywhere All at Once. I, uh, I, it, this is a repeat of what I said last episode, but obviously I have to say it for this one. Um, I, I, Tar is the only one I haven't seen. Uh, the Fablemans can eat my ass. Uh, I, I'm a mm. bias for Triangle of Sadness because I do love the film. However, I feel like it's the long shot, and I think between Banshees and Yao, um, I would have to lean towards Yao. Uh, but if Banshees won, I would not be upset. But this could be one of those years. And if the Fablesman's wins, I'm fucking done. Uh, it won't. But this could be one of those years where they split directing and best picture. They've been doing that more in recent years. It was unheard of at one point. But they've been doing it more because they feel... Listen, we love Banshees for for everything that it is, and we love everything everywhere all at once. Why don't we give directing to Banshees and let's give picture to everything everywhere all at once? Or vice versa. I have a feeling that this year we're going to see a split in directing and picture, and it's going to be between those two movies in some way. When you have enough high-quality films, which thankfully we have this year, you have a really good chance for a split. I'm really with you on that. This yeah. is a good year for it. There's no film that really shines above. I mean, we do have a film that shines above everyone else. Yeah, I'll, but not by. A, I mean, there's a lot of strong contenders. Oh yeah. Even if you if you cut out the five that never would have been nominated for Best Picture, and you just kept All Quiet, uh, maybe not even All, all Quiet. If you kept uh, Banshees, uh, Every Fablemans, Triangle, Yao. And uh, maybe Tar. Uh, I, I mean, it, any any winner would be a good win. Sure. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And that moves to the final category of best picture. It's That's not, what I was talking about. I'm sorry, I jumped ahead. I apologize. It's all right. Well, yeah. So it's nominated for best picture, and yeah. Again, I, I really think back and forth, Banshees or Everything Everywhere All at Once. 
those are the two, in my opinion, those are going to yeah. be the two, those are the front runners. I, I think those the, the two that are are the most respected from like like a true art artistic standpoint where there's a there's a message and there's a layer to it and it can but at the same time it can be appreciated from a, a novice standpoint or a passive viewer where right. you can still enjoy both films and not read it into a deep it, deeply like a complete nerd like myself. <laughs> yeah, no. So I uh yeah. I think there could be a yeah. split this year, and I think Joey. everything Joey, gets I don't it. Think I want to be. What? No, never mind. I think everything gets it, but I wouldn't be surprised if they split between everything, everywhere, and Banshees. Yeah, agreed. 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 All right, so let's rate this thing. Where are we? Motherfucker! It's currently um, a 7.8 out of 10. Hi, sweetie. My my wife's going to bed, so I'm gonna I'm gonna calm down a little bit. Calm down, motherfucker. Mm, surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, uh, it's currently at least motherfucker. It's currently a seven point eight, and I kind of get the feeling that a lot of people gave it sevens because not that they don't understand it. It's not that kind of movie. They don't. I don't know. It, it just feels like someone would watch it and be like, you know what? I don't fucking get it. Why are they? Why? Why is he acting that way? That's silly. It's dumb. I don't. I don't understand why he would do that. And that's not what. I, it's, I, that's not what it's about. It's a simplest. Well, it's a much like the time period and everyone in in the film. It's a simplistic approach to not giving it a higher score. Well, yeah, and and I think those people are in the vast minority when it comes to the, well, this rating. Well, I'm look because I have the Rotten Tomatoes um, uh, printable ballot. Banshees got a 97 percent critic score, which a movie like this, as good as it is, I expect that. But the reason I say that, the reason why it's in the seven range, is because only 76 percent of the audience score of the audience liked it 76 so while it it did get a, a good score you can tell there are people that are like yeah no i don't i don't it's dumb well they're fighting over stupid things i don't get it well you're gonna always gonna have that curve with an intelligent film like even one as entertaining as these two uh yeah. but so if, if we look at the imdb demographics what i see is the lowest average rating is 7.6 for Anybody 45 or older. Okay. Older people don't like this film. And the highest demographic uh, for this film is 8.2, which is males under 18 again. <laughs> again, only 105 of them. But the 105 of them that did, vastly, or the vast majority of them like this film. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I, I think what you see with, with the thing is, this, as, this being an art film, you're going to... I'm being too loud. I should lower my voice. So what I mean to say is... Um, <laughs> is the room right next to this room? My office is right next to the bedroom. I I it was, it was I have I have a daughter and a and a son, and they have two rooms. I can't be have a, a wall adjoining those. Oh. I I don't want to hear anything that happens. So I had to. That was the sacrifice when we did the layout. <laughs> um. Anyway, so Got all it. I'm saying is that what I'm saying is that this is like really kind of an art house film. A two. This is an A2, right? A24? I know everything. A24. I don't think it is. Everything was. Everything was an A24. Everything everywhere all at once was A24. Right. So, like, with these art house films, like, most people don't see them unless, uh, unless they want to. Like, sure, if no, you go sure. to a movie theater and you're a casual viewer, there's a good chance you're going to see Maverick. Average person, doesn't know anything about films, walks up, they're not going to see this film. And if, if you do, film, they're probably going to walk out disappointed. And that vast, that that minority of of the, the guys dragged with by their girlfriends or vice versa, they're the most negative reviews you're going to see. Yeah. Yeah. So the demographics don't lean too much, but again, the the younger people, the, the minority of younger people that sought the film out, they enjoyed it more than anybody else. Yep, for sure. Which which is the same trend we saw in everything, and I think it's a good trend. I like the, seeing that trend, and it gives me a little bit of hope in this world. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, what are we thinking score wise on this? I think seven point eight is too low. I don't think it deserves lower than an eight. Um, what are you thinking? 
Well, I don't see. Here's the thing. I'd I love, don't want to throw tens around like no, like no, no, donuts. No, no, no. I, I, I wouldn't throw a ten on this. Um, I'm okay with a nine. I'm good with a nine. Yeah. Really? Wow. We're soft this year. There's some really good stuff. No, this, this is a I, this is a really good film. I'm not this is a stingy. really really good film. Yeah. All right. So I mean, this is oh. one of the times where say a point. Like, oh, I'd go 8.7 on this. Like, I accidentally rated it 10. I had to bring it down a notch. All right, 9. There we go. <laughs> 9. I think this is deservingly a 9. Yes. All right. I'm tired. It's time yeah. to do this. Yeah. Stop talking. All right. Uh, Put crap up. Episode 387. By the time we're done with these Oscars, we're going to be close to um, 400 episodes. Um, yeah. Go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. Download or listen to the show there. Go to iTunes. Do the same thing. You can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. You can leave us email. The address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. You want to leave us voicemail, it's 908-514-4470. You can go uh, and do a search for us uh, online. Just go anywhere, do a search for moviesucktastic. We come right up. Uh, you can hear us all over the internet whether it be go to youtube watch us live there you go to itunes spotify is coming soon um amazon music we're on there stitcher we're all over the place um do you have any words of wisdom mr wilson i don't think i want to be your friend anymore (laughs) but why let's go to the pub i'm gonna cut a fucking finger off have a point that escalated quickly, didn't it? It, really it did. It sure did. <laughs> by, by the way, I know I always say Google it, but actually I've been using Edge a lot, so I feel oh. kind of a hypocrite. Well, Edge is it, it's uh, Edge is the, uses the Chromium OS, so it's basically Google. <clears throat> All right, then, then I'll shut up. All right, but it was funny. It's like Dominic. He goes, "I'm surprised you didn't you didn't go talk to him to see if he was bluffing." <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene. He's like. I would have did it just to see if he was bluffing. <laughs> and he wasn't bluffing. It's a great film. Yeah. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week when we review two more movies for our Oscar reviews. And uh, we don't know what those are yet, but we will figure it out. But one of them's going to be Avatar soon. Uh, yeah. Yes, it is. Mm. I don't want to go to the movies to see it. but No. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. All right, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.